Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, brought to you by REC Comics and Collectibles. I'm your host, Roman Chavez, and with me, as always, Eric Icarus. Eric! Extraordinaire. Ooh, nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. feel good. Puff up that chest, baby. Puff up that chest. You can find us on the gram at REC Podcast. You can follow myself at Roman REC Podcast, and you can check out REC Comics and Collectibles at REC Comics on Instagram. Uh, we are currently not selling too much right now because <gasps> store is coming soon. We're in construction phase, demolition phase. I'm going to post some fun videos of me uh, girlishly screaming while I kick through drywall. It's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be real fun. And uh, old Uncle Icarus over here uh -huh. is supposed to come and help me. But, and he likes doing demo. I do. I love he likes demolition. doing demo. But he, they call uh, me the, the demolition. No. Uh, Simon Phoenix. Simon Phoenix. <laughs> John Spartan. <laughs> that always made me laugh, too. Because yeah. it's just like, if he wasn't there, yeah. that movie doesn't happen. Yeah, if no. Zachary Lamb isn't in that spot. Mm hmm. They don't thee thaw John Spartan. They don't. Man, you, you, you need to you know, she, she Remember, she asked, yeah. like, how was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended? Yeah. You know, then he talks about, you know, unsolved mysteries. You, you, and, need, you need John Spartan. Yeah, so it came down to one man. John Spartan was his name. <laughs> and then the warden remembered him. Yeah. He's like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Fiend. I keep, they keep calling him caveman. Too. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is like, not that long ago. It's really not. I don't know how you guys let, let Cocteau take control of this whole thing, man. <laughs> well, I mean, sucks. if you really look at it, that's kind of where we're heading. This PC culture. Oh, oh We did. will have a Cocteau yeah. in power soon enough if yeah. we let this PC culture run. Are you by. going to uh, live in the sewers? Oh, get your rat dude, burgers? I'm a scrap. Yeah. Through yeah. and through. Rat nice. burgers. Dennis Leary. Yeah, man, totally. It's gonna have, I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah. The burgers look good. They do. I could go for a burger right now. I love yeah. burgers. So no much. rat burgers, baby. I, I always want a burger. I always want wings. I'm about 50-50 on pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you Fair, know, like yeah. I used to really want pizza all totally. the time, but it's just, man, all that bread just kills me. <sighs> it just kills me. Yeah. Um, no rat burger. Would you eat a rat burger? Hell yeah, man. I'd eat as you know, as long as the, the meat seemed like it was cooked thoroughly right and it looked good you know there's some things you, yeah. you know like I, I don't think i could do like possum or 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 uh like raccoon or anything that's gonna have rabies <laughs> right right right. you know what if it was like farm raised raccoon yeah yeah totally <laughs> dude i would eat a diet consisting of bugs if they were like farm raised sure you know eating like i i read this thing or i saw this uh mm -hmm. uh thing on travel channel about um this uh farm where in texas where this guy he like feeding the roaches and the but he's feeding him like you know, apple cores right. and peels, like like of good stuff, not yeah. like dead, decayed uh, right, right, right. plant matter on the ground, but like good like yeah. fruits and veggies. Nourishing foods. Yes. So they yeah, acquire that flavor. Yes. So like they're just a better they're a more cleaner uh, animal. Yeah. And yeah. pound for pound, uh there's more protein in almost all bug protein than there is in, in, meat. in meat and beef. Oh. So uh this is a weird way to start our fantasy or I was gonna say fantasy football podcast. Oh yeah, I don't we, have do we do that? Not yet. <laughs> oh I'm working on it. Oh. Uh I probably won't be podcast. in that one. <laughs> no, probably not. Unless we teach you how to play. Unless we teach you how to play. I'll be taco. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, and you would totally win. <laughs> When we were in when we were in uh, middle school. Eric had we had to oh, do uh, Jesus, I forgot about our this. teachers were um, uh, the basketball coaches. Yeah. So for March Madness, like all of our schoolwork revolved around uh, March Madness. Yes. So we all had to like pick teams, and we had to pick them like right off the back. And then Eric picked 
chose Duke that year? It was Arizona. Oh, Arizona. And Arizona was like this high odds uh, not to win, not right? A, that's why I picked them. Yes, because Eric didn't, Eric didn't, didn't want to do any work. No sports, no work, no nothing. And his team ends up winning that year. Yes. And he has to do so much writing. Because yeah, every time they would win, you'd have to write a report on the game. Yeah. So, yeah, they and they made it all the way. I don't remember uh, who they played, though. I don't remember, yeah. But um, they ended up winning what, what, their Stanley Cup. It's, I mean, it's not. It's the NCAA championship. Yeah, NAACP yeah. championship. <laughs> yeah, no, no sports. But uh, anyway, yeah, and it's it was a lot of work for for somebody who doesn't like sports. Yeah. It was it was good karma. Yeah, in a sense. But yeah, I actually have that. I still have that picture because they sent me a picture with all their autographs on it. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, because um, remember, one of the assignments was to write a letter to the team. That's right. And yeah. they sent me back a a glossy of the whole team and they all oh, that's I dope. still have that we should, yeah, I want to see that yeah yeah I'll dig it out I, I have that. it somewhere. I don't remember who played I, I just I, I followed Wake Forest that year and Wake Forest had Tim Duncan oh so, so it was like they, they didn't win but they like played really well oh, of course you know? yeah and Tim Duncan was the next big thing yeah so, what happened uh, what happened to Tim Duncan yeah yeah he won like like five championships and hey, what uh, team with, did the, he with play the Spurs on? oh with the Spurs yeah, played, okay. played his whole career in San Antonio and uh nice. yeah he kept like like he won a couple and like their whole team was like old but they were just like a solid team of like fundamentals but they're like this whole this like old looking team it was right, hilarious right. it was hilarious <laughs> and they were just like dominant like horace grant dude it was, yeah it was ridiculous it was ridiculous yeah, that's uh, funny. Yeah, thank you for uh, listening to our comic book and uh, collectible show um We'll get to something good. Here we go. Look, what, do, what do you want to do? You want to talk a little Loki? Yeah, let's talk Loki, Loki. Episode four. The new best episode of Loki. Oh my gosh. This show, look, it is soft in comparison to, you know, MCU films, but there's it's so rich. I just, I love watching Tom Hiddleston do his thing. This uh, this new actress who's playing Sylvie, mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with her as a as a person, right? Uh, but she is just great as well. She really stand like mm-hmm. I'm getting very much invested in who she is, and there's some interesting stuff. She was kind of, in the previous episode, um, she was kind of brought to trial, and she asked what her variance was because mm-hmm. th- something that they do is what makes them a variant, right? Right. And uh, the kind of um, uh, officer that apprehended her uh, was like, you know what, I don't remember. And it seems kind of interesting, and there's a prevailing theory online that her variance may be that she's a good person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because when she gets taken by the TVA, and and you didn't see episode three, um, when she gets taken by the TVA, um, she's like playing like a game with like dolls, but it's like she's like saving Asgard. Right, right. And she gets taken as a child. Um, and then when she's like in the TVA, remember when Loki was in that line? Oh like, yeah, there's yeah. Like there's like another guy in that line, and he's like being like you know beaten, and then yeah. you know, and she like tries to help him. So it would be interesting. This is the internet's theory, um, but I, I I I can sign on on it that maybe her variance is the fact that she is, is fundamentally a good person. Yes, yes, that's a good theory. Um, I don't buy it. It's interesting. It's, it's interesting. an interesting theory, but I don't buy it. Yeah. Well, you haven't seen it, so you know what. That's you why I can't it. buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're uh, uh, you're you're kind of getting it from me. So it's interesting to see how how you're interpreting the. Sure, sure. That's my um, variation. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna, obviously we're going to talk talk more spo- spoilers, and probably the biggest thing, mm-hmm. uh, the biggest spoiler I could say is that we we do see the timekeepers. Mm-hmm. We see the lizard people, the lizard kings, whatever they are, and wouldn't you know it, they're robots. <gasps> 
It, dude, it was something like even when we, we were walking up to it. I said, me and my wife were watching it. I was like, oh, this looks like Chuck E. Cheese. And it <laughs> oh, was like, like the, yeah, show yeah, this yeah. pizza animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, you know what? They were, you know, they say a speech, they're talking, they're jiving, they're doing whatever. And then, uh, uh, you know, Sylvie gets close enough, takes a shot. And uh, and it's, it was this great moment, too, where eventually they have to fight all these TVA people. Right, what right. does this mean? Blah, 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 blah. They get the upper hand, and it's just, there's a, a great kind of uh, exchange with Loki and, and Sylvie where he's like, well, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know. Like this, I thought this was the end game. Like, I, I don't have a... Like, I thought this was it. Like, I was right, going to get right. my revenge, and then that was it. So... We don't know who's pulling the strings. It's feeling more and more like it could be a Kang possibility. Oh, but it's, it's going to be Kang. Yeah. Because um, the Kangs are here. There was just great stuff with... Great stuff <laughs> with Owen Wilson. Uh, you know, Loki and him kind of like trying to define their friendship. Okay. Like, like trying to define like what they are to sure, each other. Sure, sure. And, uh, and Loki's telling him, like, yo, the TV, TVA is lying to you. Like, you guys were all time variants, blah, 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 right. blah. So he kind of like buys, you know, he buys into Loki's and he has a really great uh, interaction with this, uh, with the head of the TVA. Mm-hmm. Like the one who kind of answers to the, it felt very much like, remember an angel, like the senior partners? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, they had yeah, like yeah. that top lawyer who talked to the senior <laughs> partners. Like th- th- this, uh, uh, this judge... And, um, you know, he has, like, a, you know, he's trying to save Loki, get him out of there. They put him in this time loop. And it was great. They had Sif. Oh. Yeah, Lady Sif comes in. And it's like a, he, they put him in this time loop where she comes out. And she's like, you miserable. And her hair's, like, cut. And it's like a, a, when they were younger. Oh. And he, like, cut her hair. And she keeps, like, coming in, punching him, and then kneeing him in the crotch. <laughs> so he's got to leave Yeah, he just has to, like, keep reliving it. Like, that's his holding pattern. Oh, oh dude, it was gnarly. It was gnarly. So, like, when Doctor Strange... Yes, like, I've been mm-hmm. falling for twenty minutes. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, uh, it was. It was. So they, it was they a brought episode. the actress back that played Sif. Yes, yeah, Jamie Alexander. Was that is, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I yeah, was it was great to get her back in some aspect. She was. She, I don't know if she's still doing this. She was doing some show on, I believe, Fox, and that's why she couldn't come back for Ragnarok or or Endgame. Or Endgame, yeah, yeah. Like that's why she wasn't there for that. Which I saw this interview with her. She was like, "Yeah, that bum." Like. Of she, course, she missed out on being in the biggest movie of all time. She should be up there with how much we enjoy um, Valkyrie. Sure, you know, like we should really enjoy Sif just as much. Absolutely, and it's just yeah, it's too bad that she didn't get the uh, you know. But she was in Agents of Shield. She was. She you know she. It she seems has, like she's down. She's down at least. Well, I feel like she did have a big prominent part, and then someone offered her another part, another hey, part in a show. You got to lead. It's what I mean. Yeah. You got to take what you can get, but deep down, she's like. Yeah, same thing happened with the first guy who played uh, Fandrill. Yeah, uh, the Z- blonde dude yeah. in the Warriors 3. Field, yeah, and then uh, Zachary Levi played Fandrill in two films. So, and he's Shazam. So, I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Well, not Shazam. That sucked. Yeah, yeah. And then did you see the set photos from the new one? Pretty bad. It's just like... Come on, DC. I just... I Look, know. DC. We gotta we gotta row out here for a minute. I know. Um, I... You got some good stuff. Yeah. I love a lot of your stuff. Your comics are... You're on point when it comes to comics. If, your comic game cases. is great, yeah. for the most part. Your films. Yeah. Come on. Film what game doing? week, bro. Week like, DC, bro. I don't understand, DC. Week Warner, bro. Week Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this episode of Loki was interesting. It, it it's I I'm loving this story because Tom Hiddleston is so good. Right. Um, and then big spoilers, kids. Uh, and big spoilers, Icarus. Uh, that's my new name. Big spoilers. Loki gets uh, 
Look, he gets popped. What? He gets popped. He, he yeah, dies? Yeah, you know how they get, you know, they, they use that, like, saber, and it, like, oh, yeah. makes uh-huh. you deteriorate. Yeah, they got but, him. <clears throat> they got him. And, uh... Uh, and there was this great exchange with Loki and uh, um, uh, Mobius where he's like, did you fall for yourself? He's like, how narcissistic are you that you have fallen for a version of yourself? Um, but yeah, so Loki gets like disintegrated and we're like, woe is me, blah, 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 blah. Credits roll. This is our first episode of Loki that has a credit scene. Oh. Mid- mid-credit scene. Loki, like, <sighs> everything's kind of has a grayscale. He's like, where am I? Am I dead? And then you hear a voice say, you will be unless you come with us. And it shows three separate, no, four separate Lokis from different universes. Oh, right. Um, we get uh, a Loki, an alligator Loki, which I don't actually know the significance of that. Uh, we get the kid Loki, mm-hmm. which um, after uh, after one of Lo- after Loki gets ripped in half by Ares, mm-hmm. um, his kind of essence goes into this kid. Uh, so there's like a young Loki for a while. Um, the classic Loki. Yes. Yeah. The classic, yeah. Uh, with the big horns. Yeah. Classic costume. <laughs> yeah. And a black guy who was Loki, but his. Who's played. Looks a lot like Kimbo Slice. Looks, looks a little Kimbo Slicey, but he. Uh, his look. In his costume, though, looks very much like uh, Odin's brother, uh, Boar. Mm-hmm. Or is it, no, that's their dad. Yeah, Boar is the. Cole. Cole. Cole Borson, that's what it is. Yeah, I think it's Cole. He's the god of fear. And uh, am I am I as as good in frame as Eric? You know, I just I, I don't I don't need to hog it, but I feel like uh, Eric's Eric's hogging it. That's hogging. my fault. I'm the one who sets it up. Um, the so he had a really cool look, and he had like a different hammer, which in the storyline Fear itself, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cole sends I believe his name is Cole sends uh, hammers to Earth, and only the worthy. Can, can lift them and they kind of like embody uh, different uh, aspects, aspects of their personality. Yes. It's such a cool story because the hammers go to um, Titana, Titania, yeah. who is a prominent villain in the, in the Marvel universe, who, who is the man breaker. Uh, I think she, I think it's just like breaker of men. Breaker of men. And then yeah. I believe Juggernaut. Juggernaut gets one. He's a, uh, uh, there's like one that's like breaker of wills. Like a uh, Hulk gets one, Thing gets one. Yep. A uh, Tuma. Yeah, um, Tuma. I'm like, uh, that, Red that Skull's daughter cool. Sin. Oh. Yeah, she gets one. Um, oh man, there's a there's a couple more. Oh, I thought of didn't not Absorbing Man. I don't think. I think Absorbing Man does get one. I think he does get one too. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm trying to look so, up yeah, the... Fear itself. Look up Cole. C U L Cole. Um, is the guy's name, but uh, it was really cool. I had not seen uh, the alligator or the uh, possible because uh, I mean, technically, Cole would be he's the older brother of Odin, right? Right. So he is actually heir to the throne, mm-hmm. but Odin takes it from him right. because he's like wants to prey on right. Midgard, and Odin kind of steps up and, and helps Midgard. But um, so is this the Loki that uh, in in that reality? His, um, yeah, Cole Borson, yeah, okay. uh, that Odin is not the king of Asgard, Cole is, and Cole finds Loki on the, on the ice. Right. Like, that would be cool. That would be that awesome. That would be really cool. Um, so yeah, super fun episode, lots of fun comic stuff. Um, I didn't spoil everything, there's still great storytelling, great uh, building of that world, and I'm for it. I'm yeah. here for it. I will... Now that we're talking this, I really want a Fear Itself storyline. Oh, so bad. I really wish maybe this could have been it. Yeah. I feel like they could have done that 
with this. I feel instead like of this time, but I get. I guess that's where the MCU is going is with the you know multi dimension time travel yeah. thing. But the fear itself. If you haven't read it, kids, go read it because it is a good read, and it, I'm glad we're getting fun. an allusion to it. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, uh it, it fizzles. It, it it fizzles like most Marvel things do. Right. But it has some of the best imagery. There's some really fun stuff that spins out of it. Uh, specifically, when Colossus uh, uh has to become Juggernaut as well, uh, because Juggernaut picks up a hammer and they go to the they go to the uh, uh, they go to Sidorak and they say hey we need you to strip Kane of his powers because he's, he's like, already why? got a hammer yeah. yeah they're like why he's destroying they're like yeah but he's not doing it in your, your name. name yeah and he's like okay but one of you has to take to, on has the... to take on the mantle of and be my uh, emissary and Colossus uh, volunteers so he's Colossus and uh, Juggernaut. Juggernaut and it's awesome it's pretty cool visually it's more awesome than it is story again but super fun there's, yeah. there's a lot of fun to it I love the I love like the idea of like enchanted weaponry yeah yeah Green Lantern rings obviously Thor's hammer these hammers from, right. from the, the, the fear break. itself fear yeah. itself you know all of that stuff is, is always fun for me I mean it's you know who knows maybe down the line we'll get this yeah who knows but yeah maybe I need to get on this Loki Dude, you know, it's you been a busy it. week you know Fourth of July. Yeah, I get it. No, you I got, get it. You got to be patriotic. Man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like this su- certain superhero right now. Oh my gosh! So I have. Uh, if you guys have been following the Captain America news, we talked about the United States of Captain America a few months back. Yes. Um, there's going to be a new kind of road tripping story with John Walker, Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Wilson, and Bucky Barnes. And it sounded like it was going to set up that there was going to be somewhat like representation of Captain America in all the states. Right. Um, but there's some controversy. Issue one came out, and um, we have uh, spoilers. We have Steve Rogers kind of not so much denouncing, but yeah, kind not, of bad not, mouthing Lady America. Yeah, not know? not renouncing, but denouncing the American dream. Right. Uh, saying that it doesn't exist anymore. That there was once this dream that was America. Right. And uh, and that it is not anymore. And this is obviously uh, kicking up some rumblings from uh, one of Eric's favorite, would you say, all-time actors? I would say, you know, in the pantheon of actors, you know, you, you've got Brando, DiCaprio. Yeah. Where's Kane? Yeah. Dean Kane, kids. Uh, He's Dean, my fave. Dean Kane was uh, on... He made a big stink about this on Fox and Friends. He went on there. Yeah. A bit upset about what... You know, Captain America had to say about Lady Liberty. Yeah, and uh, and having read the quote, I'm just going to paraphrase it. You know, like my boy over here, you know, already paraphrased it. Just you know, basically saying America is not what it once was. The dream is gone. But it's kind of funny to me that Dean Cain <laughs> just has to. He can't accept not being in the spotlight. You know, um, and he's a hardcore Republican, which yeah. whatever that has no bearing on anything. Uh. But. He had to, you know, get on a platform to where he could, you know, gripe about yeah. this. That's where I'm more upset about, about the griping. Yeah, I mean, it begs the question of, and, and I think they were talking about that too, of it, it's cool to kind of hate on America. Sure. Um, it's been like that forever. I know, yeah, but it definitely feels more more heightened, especially in the last year. Hmm. Um, but, I you know what? I would say, yeah, it's more vocal just because of social media. Yeah, oh, completely. completely. You know, you can go on there. And social media is not going away. You it's know? not. Like, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. And, you know, yeah. I... I Get where he he can say whatever he wants, totally. whatever. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll defend to his death to say it. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I think there's some time. Dude, you you know? can't eat the flag. Okay, yeah, yeah you, you can't, can't eat the flag. <laughs> but you know, we all went through this COVID thing, and I think we all came out of it a little crazy. Oh, completely. I think all completely. of us came out of it a little crazy, especially Dean Kane. Especially yeah. Dean Kane, yeah. who was already just crazy enough. But 
I don't know where to go with this, man. I don't know if it's inherently where comic books are coming, becoming a social voice mm -hmm. in, in America culture. Well, should they? Should I think they? yes. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I think it's a that literary they should art form. Yes. Absolutely. And I, it, I think, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Say Steve Rogers, again, I don't think he was denouncing America. I feel like he was saying what he was saying from what he's seen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he's seen America going through these trying times, and it seems like a Steve Rogers who's who's become empathetic or apathetic. Apathetic, yeah. yeah. Where he's just tired of fighting for a dream no one else is fighting for. You know, this isn't the first time right. that Steve Rogers has done, has done this. Yeah. And I don't think he's giving up fighting under the flag. No. But he did give up the costume. He, he gave did. up the mantle and became Nomad. Uh, so we do have uh, Steve Rogers, you know, faltering, being able to change his mind. But when the writers don't, and maybe they will use the, the comic to kind of at least shape it in what they think. Sure. So maybe you have Steve Rogers kind of redefining in the comics, like what, or at least setting the example of what mm -hmm. the American dream should be. Sure. You know, that would be great. And I, and right. I can get that. So, I mean, there, there, I don't think there's anything wrong. If you don't question what's going on in America right now, there's something there's wrong something with you. There's something wrong. Yeah. And for you, and for Dean Kane to just question a, a comic book <laughs> for questioning the country. Yeah. You got to see where your values are, bro. Yeah. But, um, they're like Dean. He's like Superman. Yeah, you, you, you either call me Cal, yeah, or Superman. Yeah, <laughs> but I hated Lois and Clark. I, I liked so it. Stupid. I liked it because it was like I couldn't get Superman anymore. Uh, sure, yeah. but I was okay without it. Yeah, my, you know, my, I'd rather see Christopher Reeves. I've just watched that over and over. My vaguely Hispanic uh, Superman. You know, was Terry, Terry Hatcher? Hatcher? Yeah, Lois, right? Yeah, she's a fox back in the day, man. Yeah. Yeah. I give her the '90s hot. '90s, yeah, totally. It's yeah. '90s hot. Yeah, but um, I mean, I guess you know he's still Superman. He's still fighting for truth, justice, and the American way yeah. on Fox and Friends, <laughs> as Superman would do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his, his shirt's just like a little unbuttoned. Like it's not completely undone, but it's like you can kind of see there's an S under there. You know, <laughs> he's all. What am I? He's like, look, guys, I'm saying that it's just a little disgusting. Yeah, okay, it just makes me sick. sick. But um, um, I, I think it's great that. I want to see where the story goes. It all, yeah. Honestly, I think it's backfiring on Dean Cain because now people yeah. are never going to want to read the book, yeah. which I am. Yeah. Because I want to see where this goes because it's a, like you said, uh, Steve Rogers has you know renounced the costume yeah. and, and went his own way as far as being Captain America. I want to see this take on yeah. it. I want to see where they go because eventually, obviously, you know, Steve Rogers comes back, takes the mantle back from John Walker in, in the earlier comic books. Because the the Nomad uh, thing, he was kind of renouncing the uh, or denouncing the uh, Vietnam War, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, it, again, like it, this isn't this isn't the. I, I was reading some of the comments, and it's like, I mean, as stupid as you could say, Captain America shouldn't be political. It's like, what are you talking about? I know, that's the point. But the idea is that, and if you're a good writer, you're going to try to mm -hmm. to use what, I think we all have a very good uh, barometer on what Steve, on who Steve Rogers is. Absolutely. So I think Especially that you've got to be able too. to pull your, you, you got to be able to, to look at it from the outside and just write Steve Rogers as Steve Rogers. What would Steve Rogers do? Right, right. So if you're injecting your own too much of your own personal stuff in there, then, then it's then not going to work. Yeah. You know? Then we, as the readers, are not going to accept it. Exactly. But when we do, when we, man, I mean, when we get good Steve Rogers stuff, it's, like it's, uh, it's the best stuff in comic. Mark Millar and oh, um, man. or Mark Miller actually, I, I think I heard him say it, and it was Mark Miller, uh, it, for Civil War. Mm. When he tells the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys, he's like, look, guys, stand down. Right, right. And they're like, look, we got to bring you in. And he's telling them, you stand know, Maria down. Hill's like, we're bringing you in. 
And he's like, don't make me do this, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, he jumps out of the Triskelion and then, like, lands on the on the F-15. And then you see the senators later. And they're like, and then the guy says he makes him land it at a, a, a stadium. And then when you know it, takes the pilot out for burger and fries. <laughs> see, that's That's Steve Captain Rogers. America, man. That's, yeah, yeah that's Steve. Even a disenchanted Steve Rogers, I nah. feel... Would have some hope. Yes. You know, he's still going to give you the good pep talk. Steve you know? and and Clark always yes. need to, like, be the beacon of hope. Right. And when they're down, then that's when Bruce and Tony step up. Right, right. You know, like, those things, like, the people around you are better because of who you've been right. to them. And they bring you back exactly. from the darkness. And I think this is where this could go. Especially if this is a road-tripping Captain America story. Yeah. With, other incarnations of Captain America. Now, Bodenwell issue one, though. We'll see. I'm, I'm right. curious how the sales are going to be at the end sure. of the day. Like, what the drop-off is. Usually, by issue four, three or four, we see the drop-off numbers. Right, right. Because, you know, you, you do the orders about three months in advance, roughly. Right. So, one, two, and three have already been done. Okay. So, four's drop-off could be, you Ooh. know, if that book hits, drops, then it's yeah. like, uh-oh. But yeah, there's going to be some first appearances in these books, guys. Yeah, of course, because like, we got we'll that Native out. American... Um, uh, non-binary... Non-binary Captain America. Or Wiccan um, something yeah. or other. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I'm I, curious to see the, the different... Um, the, like I've said, I, I enjoyed the Batman story in which they did kind of the, the, the Batman Incorporated. Uh, right. Where we had different representations of Batman in different states. They sure. had the Man of Bats, who was a Native American. Yeah. Stuff like that. Seems like they're they're playing that, that card. Uh, they're playing the same dance right there. Yeah, yeah. Which is... Man, that's so funny because they also did something similar when Batman died. Like Batman was kind of like lost in time, and yeah, then yeah. When, when they did know who was going to be the new Bat. Right? Yeah, and then they did a, a Captain America where he, where he was also lost in time he, as well. Sixteen oh two, right? No, no, no. This was um, this was after he gets shot in uh, after Civil War, <laughs> and it turns out like the, the bullet like put him. You know, so he was like traveling along his own timeline. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. It was really really this bizarre. Is bizarre. Yeah, and he had to <laughs> truly bizarre. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they do a lot of similar stuff with Batman and Cap. You know, even can, though you can compare the two. Yeah, but can you? I mean, sure. don't we always compare Batman and Iron Man and Superman and Cap? Yeah, but, but no, like, I think there's a lot of comparability to those two: Batman and um, Captain America. Yeah, you know, you're both. All intents and purposes, humans on a superhuman team sure. have to be tactical, uh, a tactician mm -hmm. on the team. Um, oh yeah, I mean that you know, is true. Both, yeah. you know, they have the good fight in JLA Avengers, right? Yeah. You're and right. they're both orphans for all intents and purposes. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think they both have a similar struggle. Yeah. You know, granted, one's fighting for you know patriotism, one fights for the night <laughs> <laughs> for bats and stuff. Yeah, bats and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's a similar struggle within those two yeah. characters. No, you know? Yeah, you know, you're, they're you're the ones right. that people look to. I think people look more to Batman than they do to Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think when who would you rather meet, Superman or Batman? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably rather meet Superman because I think that when you meet Superman, you feel excited. Whereas you see Batman, you're probably scared. But I think like on a personal level, like if like Batman <laughs> accepts you into like the you league feel, or you whatever, feel pretty cool. Yeah, like that's the it's sort of like when a black guy tells you you're cool. Yeah, very <laughs> much like so. Very much so. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a great, uh, and I think it's Wally, not Barry, but. Uh, uh, Bruce, uh, Batman puts his hand on, on Wally's uh, shoulder and Wally's like, Batman's touching me. Am I going to die? <laughs> so, Wait, so was Wally the funnier Flash? 
Or Barry. Yeah, I think Wally's the funnier one because he was Kid Flash first. Oh, he was. Yeah. Okay. So Barry Barry was more like uh, like Barry was more aloof and um, okay. kind of uh, uh, just hero. like a yeah, no, like a, a hero, but just like because his mind works so quickly, like he's yeah. not really focused on anything. Oh, okay. And, you know, and with the Flashes, they're they're whole all of them. They're always late. Oh, like it doesn't matter. They're always late. That's like it's funny. and and that start that gimmick started, I believe, with Barry. Oh, I thought it was started with the Hermes. No, no. Uh, there, there wasn't a ton of like family stuff back in the day. Okay, like, we just really did focus on, uh, you know, on Jay Garrick as the Flash, like with the that's JSA. That's the weird. Flash. Yeah, yeah, that's the Mercury helmet. Mercury. Flash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then later on, you find out that he's a. Because that was like you know a completely different comic book company. Oh, so they all get kind of bought up by DC Comics at one point. Okay, and uh, uh, he is actually a metahuman. Like he he doesn't learn to tap into the Speed Force until later. He just he's just fast. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a meta. Yeah, he's a metahuman. But Barry or Wally, one of them, they teach him how to do it. So it turns out all speedsters have the ability to access the Speed Force if they they have to find their own way in. Okay, and different ones. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really interesting. So he's able to access the Speed Force later. But he's older, so even like when he tries to go at those speeds, his his body is so used to running at the speeds he ran, then that's like if you or I got like quicksilver speed, and then like, right like, away, oh, yeah, oh. and like we just don't like it's just it's too much for him. So he wasn't as fast as those. No, two. no, oh. he's, yeah, he's more like the old school quicksilver, just kind of goes 80, 90, 100 miles an hour, oh, or something just kinda... like that. And then you know all the flashes move at light speed. Yeah, so. no, right, which I think that's a little too op. It's way op. I think speed of sound is kind of where you need to talk out at. They the they started they started later adding some things like okay, so a flash can speed read, but the the memories fade. That makes so like sense. if they don't actually sense. know it, yeah. Like so they can do something and then do it really quick, but then like tomorrow they might not have all of that knowledge. Right, right. Except for Bart, except oh. for Impulse from the future, he's one of the few flashes who can retain the. So he's like reads. a savant too. Uh, yeah, but he's like impetulant. You oh. know, you know, little, you know, real. Uh, you know, he's impulsive. That's right. why they call him impulse. Yeah. You know? Um. Wow, we got on a flash kick there. No, but, I'm good with that um, because I, I'm always obs- I'm kind of fascinated with the JSA. Yeah. Because they have that weird Green Lantern. Yeah, Alan Scott. Yeah. What, the wood he can't touch wood or something, right? Well, it's not that he can't touch wood. It's just that it's kind of it. It, it, it lays in the old like magic thing, like wood, iron, salt, like those things that are all that pure. alchemy nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Those things affect because his powers are based in magic, not on uh, space. Oh, or n- not on the power battery. Yeah, so he doesn't it's, need that. It's like a cousin to the Green Lantern Corps. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was kind of like a failed experiment. Almost. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It, so they did kind of retcon that later, where they the Guardians were uh, the Guardians of the uh, Universe were experimenting with magic with or? magic, oh. and they they have this uh, meteor called the Star Heart, and that's what lands on Earth and then is forged into that lantern. Okay. So, because even his oath is like, it's not even like an oath. It's, it's not it's quite like, a okay, spell either. This. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, my light shall spread across evil and something or other. Sure. It's like shorter. Very 30s. It's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not overly uh, uh, beefed out like the other ones. Yeah, which you know? is amazing. They're super fun. Yeah. Um, That's cool though, man. Yeah. So, okay, those were like the two kind of real JSA characters. That, yeah, yeah, Hawkman. Oh, they had yeah, one of those too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hawkman. I'm trying to think who else now. Oh, like the Adam. Oh, that's right. Uh, not like, not like the, the one. Uh, yeah, like the like. He he just got like shorter. I don't, no, he did get really small too. But it was not not Ray Palmer. Yeah, not like the like, scientist. Yeah, you know, with, with the belt. Yeah. Um. Dang. Uh, so I think I think the original Sandman. Yeah. Yeah, I think the mm-hmm. original one, like with the mask, yes. not with. Uh, and then maybe Starman might have been there too. Um. You know, it was just like it was a different company. Did they? So they just bought him out and brought him in. 
So yes, and then that's what whole that's what Crisis on Infinite Earths is about. Oh. It's about bringing all of those Earths into one thing. So like they would do JSA and JLA crossovers, right. but they would always like hop worlds. Oh, so, so they weren't even they weren't even on the city. Yeah, they were on Earth too. Hey. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Then after Crisis on Infinite Earths, not everybody survived the crisis, and then everybody else got folded in. So like the, the like all of the JSA members didn't survive the crisis, and then they don't have memories of the ones that got folded into that reality. So yeah, it's just like this bizarre that's thing. Dark. So that's how they like, and even in, in Justice League versus Avengers, they uh, the I think Superman comments that uh, the Marvel Earth is smaller than theirs. It is, yeah. Like, I in, remember in, that. like diameter yeah, by like, like yeah. There's like X more amount. land, yeah, because. In, because they have, you know, Metropolis. Arizona and all of that stuff, yeah. plus Metropolis and Gotham. And Gotham. So, yeah. so all of this, yeah, have a bigger. This is more real estate. This yeah, is more, more real, real estate. estate. Which that's why Luther thrives, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I anyway oh, off yeah. of Captain America. Uh, remember, we were talking about United States of Captain America. Yeah, we were. <laughs> and um, well, I mean, you know, can you say about that? Yeah, you know, it's something we got to see where it goes. Yeah. Um, I think the writer. And with any good cap writer, you're just reflecting the state of our states. Yes. That's all it is, man. Yeah. And the writer is not, you know, as we all, we're a little disenchanted. As, as, you can't help but feel disenchanted. The world was on, the ocean's on fire right now, kids. That's wild, man. Cosby's wild. out of jail. <laughs> the world is ending. <laughs> you I'm know, like, I could see Steve faltering a little bit, yeah, you know? Yeah. I think that was, it was the Cosby news. <laughs> Steve's like, I can't take it yeah. anymore. It's like, this is this is too much. <laughs> he slams uh, the shield down. <laughs> that is our show, kids. If you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, we went on a nice comic rant. We haven't had one of those in a while. I know. That was a lot it. of fun. Um, but <laughs> let us know below uh, if you've read the United States of Captain America, if you think that it's interesting. Um, are you going to stick around for a few more issues? Are you going to give it? You're gonna give it some, uh, give it a chance. I'm gonna give it a chance, but I'm in a I'm different situation. You know, um, I'm gonna Eric, read it. Do you have any final thoughts for us today? You don't want to know. I don't want to know, kids. Thank you for watching. <laughs> thank you for listening. I have been your host, Roman Chavez. I'm still Eric Icarus, and we will catch you on the next podcast.